Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz, the smoothest show on internet radio. Your hosts, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. It is Saturday, I'm excuse, I'm sorry, it's Sunday, May 17th, 2015. My name is Terry, AKA the Jazz Queen. I am here with Mike. Mike, how are you? Doing all right, Terry, all right. I'm, you know, you, you, you just forgetting the date and everything because that's how the hate do to you, you know? <laughs> but it's not that hot here today. <laughs> I just got my dates mixed up. Um, Joe from Germany just joined us in the chat room. Hey, Joe, nice to see you. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Click on Nate Harrison's CD cover. That will bring you into the show page on BlogTalkRadio.com. And below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. Composer keyboardist and multi-instrumentalist Nate Harrison. He's celebrating 10 years in the business as of January of this year. He has released a brand new CD called Shades of Nate, and he just told us that it is the number three most hip-hop album in the world. And there's only two songs on here um, that feature rappers. So welcome, Nate, to the show. What's going on, friends? Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. It's good to be back. So, first of all, congratulations on the 10th anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations on Shades of Nate being the number three most hip-hop album in the world. That is incredible. I'm, I'm pretty shocked because right next to it are guys that have like full-length hip-hop albums, right? And then we've got, we've got two songs on there that are actual full hip-hop. And then we got, a, you know, I think one more that's got uh, hip-hop uh, bridge you know, uh, rapping throughout the bridge. And, um, and, uh, it's, it's, I, I'm just stunned. I'm, I'm stunned by that. Those numbers. I, I just can't believe it. It's, it's, it's pretty darn cool. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. So describe shades of Nate. Well, shades of Nate was a brainchild between myself and, uh, CEO of Woodward Avenue records, Mark Norton. Um, you know, he had contacted me over the past couple of years, man, we got to do something. We got to do something. I'm like, well, I, I'm, you know, to be honest, Mark, I'm kind of sick of being tied down. You know, I, I don't want to be Brian Culbertson. I don't want to be uh, uh, Fritzen, for example. I, I'm Nate Harrison. I, I, I don't want to do the same things they're doing. He goes, I totally agree. And because uh, we all play different. So, you know, you don't want to mm-hmm. force someone, you know, a square peg into a round hole, for example. That doesn't make any sense. So, you know, Mark gave me the opportunity to just be who I am and do what I want to do. And Shades and Eight kind of came to fruition that way, uh, you know, seven genres of music. And I tried to incorporate every genre I produce. You know, there's a few more that I do produce that aren't on the record, but it, um, the, the whole idea of this record would have been the ultimate playlist. You know, can I pop that in the, the CD player or, or listen to it, well, however you have it downloaded, um, and just kind of listen to it from front to back and, 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 and just have it be just a great playlist to life on a daily basis, you know, um, and uh, I, I think I think we accomplished that. I, I haven't had any complaints, you know, as of yet. So um, it's it's pretty exciting. Mark's excited. I'm excited. Uh, the label's excited. Everyone involved is pretty darn excited. So it, it's it's a real good feeling to finally have something out there that represents me as an artist and, and not someone else. So mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And so you mentioned uh, seven genres of music on the CD. What are the genres? Well, we've got a couple different versions of house music on there as far as the mm-hmm. remixes go. We've got hip-hop, we've got smooth jazz, we've got adult contemporary, I've got R&B, I've got classical music. Um, I think I'm missing two of them. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that should wrap it up. There's, there's, you know, the house music is, everyone thinks that's just one genre alone. There's actually seven different genres or forms of house music that you have to learn to produce when you do do that club stuff. So um, as far as where they play that and how they play it at clubs and what clubs they play it at and what kind of DJ spins it, you've got to have the specific genre of that club music to hand to them. So we got a handle on that pretty quickly, and we included it on the record. So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's fun. You know, we've got that remix of In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins mm-hmm. on there, and, uh, of course, the original version we did. And, and uh, with Milena and uh, Nils on that track. Um, and that one, people seem to really, really love that song. So I'm, 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 I'm excited for Milena and Nils, you know, on that specific track. So uh, Now, do you, do you remember the first time you heard In the Air Tonight? I do. I had to be, what am I? I'm going to show my age here. I'm, what, 34? So uh, I was back in the 80s. My mom and dad were watching Miami Vice, and that's the mm-hmm. first time I remember hearing that song. Uh was on Miami Vice. They had the Ferrari. I believe it was yes. a white Ferrari Testarossa, and they were going to some drug bust or something like that, and the car was in slow motion. It was just awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, you know, Phil had his own music videos to this, but that was probably the ultimate music video for that song, and it, I think it stuck in a lot of people's heads, not just mine. I mean, I was young. Yes. But, yes. you know, it, it's, it was, of course, I, I love cars. I'm a car I'm, nut. I'm a mm-hmm. car freak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact that he had the white Testarossa was cool, but then you put that song behind it, and you got Tubbs sitting there. and I mean, they're just, they're just going to do some business, you know what I mean? And uh, it was, that, that's how I remember, you know, the first time I heard that song. That and, song uh, must just, have debuted on Miami Vice. Um, that, I think, it, I think you're correct. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do. I think you're correct. And, and you know, we had a lot of conversations with, with Phil's people about what that song actually means. And, uh, of course, that's still top secret knowledge to this day. There's like uh, three known uh, versions of what those lyrics actually mean. And mm. uh, one has to do with a divorce. The other mm-hmm. one, the other known version has to do with actually a guy that tried to off himself in a pool that was dr- not a pool, but a pond that was, uh, that was drowning and no one would help him. Um, and the other one is escaping my mind right now. I guess at 34, mm. I can't remember things like I could back in the day. Oh my <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I mean, we had to go and figure out, uh, what the lyrics meant, what kind of twist can we put on the song? How can I rearrange it? Um, and what am I going to do for a vocalist? You know, it's going to be a guy or a girl. And, and since it was such a big hit with a guy, I said, you know what, let's, let's, let's put a, let's put a female vocalist on this thing and see what happens, you know? And, and, uh, Mark said, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And we put a pool of names together and Melina just had her record pop out and I listened to her voice and I said, well, I think, uh, with, with some EQ settings, some reverb and, She's got this kind of, uh, you know who Pink is, the pop, the pop star. She's got yes. kind of this pink thing going on in the back of her throat, right? So it's, uh, I said, well, I'm going to bring that out a little bit, and I think that's going to really serve the purpose of the song, and I think it did. I think it, uh, I think it really worked well. And, uh, and so, yeah, so Phil's people are happy. Our people are happy. And most importantly, I think people are, are really loving that track. So 
Yes. And on also, now there are a total of 15 tracks on Shades of Nate, which, by the way, right. is a perfect name for the CD, Shades of Nate. And Thank um, you. <laughs> the last three tracks are remixes of um, track number two, uh, track number Fallen, eight. Yeah. Fallen, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Fallen, I just want to, in here tonight, have remixes that go to them, yeah. as well as. There's a couple more remixes of those in my hard drives that have been mastered just for the just for the DJs over over in Europe. So we've got uh, there's actually about seven different remixes for each one of those songs uh, mm. in, in different in different veins of that club music. So um, we're we're excited to release that and get it into the hands of some of the more high profile DJs over there and 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 see what happens. You know. Okay. And, uh, hopefully it pops off. You know. So. Now, is there a significance or a story to the hashtag before each track? Well, I came up with that because on my Twitter account, when people play my music or someone else's music, they're always putting hashtags in front of it anyways. So uh, when the computer auto-generates for FM radio the name of the song, it's going to automatically go to their website and it automatically goes to Twitter. So instead of someone having to put the hashtag in front of it, bam, it is auto-generated in front, automatic you know, it creates the hashtag automatically comes a search item on Twitter. And uh, that really, I think that was my idea. Actually, I woke up one morning, I'm like, dude, I hate hashtags. I really don't like Twitter, but uh, <laughs> I, I mean, we just have a, too many things to, for social media. Right. And those are just one of those things that I just don't have time to really get into. But mm-hmm. um, I called Mark and I said, Hey man, what if we just put hashtags and everything and made everything one word. And uh, he says, man, I hate hashtags too. And I said, well, yeah, but you know, do you think that would, you know, help sell the album? Do you think that would help with radio and keep everything organized? He said, yeah, I think so. So, you know, we decided to go ahead and implement those. Actually, we, those are copywritten in to the actual track. So um, we copywrote the names of the tracks with the hashtags on them. Um, oh, cool. So uh, yeah, which I think is pretty neat. So yeah. just trying to step outside of the box a little bit. I mean, the record steps out of the box. So oh, definitely. Let's, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that with marketing as well, you know, and let's try yeah. a couple different things. And, I uh, hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, do you have a favorite track on here? I'm going to play. start with your favorite. Oh, my favorite. The one I enjoy playing live the most would be Summertime Fun. Um, the, the, the slower cut of In the Air Tonight, not the remix. The slower cut is another one of my favorites. You know, I play drums on that one. I play, you know, I sung all the background harmonies. Um, you know, the piano, obviously, I'm playing that. I'm playing the nylon guitar. Nils is ripping on the electric guitar. Um, it's, uh, that's one of my favorites as well. So Summertime Fun is awesome, featuring Darren Ron and and uh, a couple other awesome guys. Lynn Roundtree's on that. Uh, Jay Puente is playing all the percussion. Um, you know, that's that's a great track. That's a fun track, too. So I'll leave that up to you. But Summertime Fun is, is probably my favorite to play live and, and my favorite to kind of listen to. So it's, uh, Okay. Well, I will start with Summertime Fun. We're talking to Nate Harrison. His brand new release is called Shades of Nate. Um, You can find it on CD Baby and on his really nice website, nateharrison.com. Beautiful website. And he did it himself. Yeah, he did it himself. Uh, Yeah, my my company designs websites too. So it's, yeah, we had some fun with that. Oh, great job on that. All right, here is Summertime Fun.
Joe from Germany says, I felt that Latin twist coming. That was summertime fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. From, yes, sir. yes, yes. From Nate Harrison's new release, Shades of Nate. One. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. There, there are a gang of artists on this CD. Um, and yeah. I apologize for omitting Darren Ron from my show flyer um, in the feature oh, well, list. All right. Um, but I wanted to know about the bass because Joe was asking about the bass line. He's, who is the bassist on that? That's Takashi Io. He is my new session player, and he's my new uh, traveling bass guy that goes everywhere with me. He's out of Detroit here. Um, he owns like nine different basses. He's classically trained, has stand-up mm -hmm. basses and everything else. Um, just an absolute beast. A beast, beast of a bass player. And the nicest guy, he just won uh, the Detroit Music Award for Best Bassist. So it's, uh, you know, he's getting his credit over here in, in Detroit anyhow. And, and um, I'm, I'm, that's what I wanted to hear. I, I like hearing these guys getting their, getting their credit from people all over the world once we're on the record, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he's just crazy. Takashi Io. Um, yeah, you can find him on Facebook. Go to my page. I'm obviously friends with him. And, and um, he's he's a good guy, real good guy, all around good guy. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So also, Lynn Roundtree's on here on this particular yes, song. Sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, yep. Matt Godina, rhythm correct. lead and rhythm guitars. Rob Tardick is also on here. That's wow. correct. Great, great, great song. Percussion, Jay Puente. Uh, and Nate, you're also doing a little uh, vocals on this. I am. I'm doing all the vocals in the background. You know, production was done. I'm like, man, it needs something else in the back. And we're thinking about throwing a more intense horn section or whatever. And I'm talking with Lynn. And I'm like, dude, I, I just don't think so. I don't think it needs it. You know, I said, you you sound great with what you're playing. And, and uh, we've got this horn section pretty tight, sounding solid. I, I said, you know what, I'm just going to throw some vocals in there real quick and see what happens. And, and I did that. And and uh, sent it on over to Mark at the label. He's like, yep, that's where it's at. I'm like, yeah, man, I think so, too. I think that sounds killer. So, so yeah, we kept the vocals in, you know? So. Mm -hmm. now, 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 Nate, how has this process of making this one uh, with the different ways that you're doing it with the rap and, you know, the uh, contemporary jazz and mix and all, and how has this process of making this CD been different from the other CDs that you've done in the past? Well, the CDs I've done in the past, I was I was really put into a corner. I mean, I was I was with Trippin' and Rhythm uh, label for a time. Before that, my debut uh, signing was with New Groove Records, and uh, the, the the you know some of the folks over at Trippin' just kept telling me, "Yo, we want you to be more like this. We want you to be more like that." And yeah, I'm not that guy, and they're not me. It's it's like me taking one of my clients, Phil Denny, for example good friend of mine, client of mine, and you know, when he first came to me, he said, I want to sound like Boney James. I said, well, that's not happening. Mm. You know, you, 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 you picked the wrong producer. I said, I can make you sound just like him, but I'm not going to. You know, that's mm. not going to happen. We don't need another Boney James. You know, we need a Phil Denny. And, yeah. uh, and so I had to give myself that treatment, you know, for once. And, and yeah, we've got all these genres on here because it, uh, it's what I love. I, I don't want to be stuck you know, in one specific form of music. I, I think that's ludicrous. We're in a genre that, you know, contemporary jazz is nothing but a hip-hop beat with an R&B, you know, uh, Rhodes on it, some pads, you put an instrumentalist on top, and it's smooth jazz. You know, that's that's all it is. You take away that instrumentalist on top, you put a vocalist in there, you've got R&B, you got adult contemporary. You take those chords away, you put in some sort of cool sound effect, you put a rapper on it, you got hip-hop. I mean, it's 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 a genre that has already combined all these different flavors, 
yet no one has separated these flavors out onto one record. So it was kind of my goal to kind of separate the different forms of music out and, uh, and, and that's, that's how this record differs from the rest. I've, I had support on this one from a lot of heavy players, um, Dave Cosby and one of them. And, uh, and, you know, his support pretty, you know, pretty much made this record possible. Cause I, I, I had, I had retired from this industry, you know, for about two years, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm done. The politics are, are ridiculous. Um, it's the same mm-hmm. people playing the same shows all the time. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and was, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, yeah. and a lot of us feel that heat. You're talking a guy here. I'm going to, I'm going to brag a little bit, I guess, but I've got the Grammy nomination. I've got a soul train award. I've had numerous number one hits, um, top tens, top 15s, not just for myself, but for clients as well. And, it's a known fact that I can play the piano, you know, and, and I got that Yamaha endorsement yet getting the gigs on some of these festivals were next to impossible. Mm. And just the politics behind it and everything else. I mean, Detroit is a massive political game when it comes to their festivals. Um, they'll bring in a no name act from across the country, paying five grand. They'll bring a name act from Detroit and paying 400 bucks, you know, wow. and, and, and I, I don't like playing those games. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I got tired of it. And, and, uh, but this, this record really just represents, you know what, I hate to say this, but if you don't like it, I don't care. Does that make sense? It's yes. just one of those things where, yeah, you know, I, hopefully I, I don't want to offend anyone, but that's just how it goes down. I mean, we put this together. We put our blood, sweat, and tears in it. It's who I am. It's what we do here. It's really what this genre is about. And uh, and if you don't like it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I well, hope you Well, believe me, we appreciate the honesty. Yeah. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just yeah. being, I'm being honest, and that's, that's where I come from. Every one of my clients will tell you I'm, I'm, I am probably too honest most of the time, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, if they, they, they do, Phil will tell you. Well, sometimes Nate's just a complete four-letter word, you know, and, <laughs> and that's that's true. Sometimes I am, and it, but it's... Uh, it, it's just it's just one of those things where I just sat back. I'd gotten a phone call from Dave saying, "Don't you got to come back to the game?" Darren, my best buds, calling me, "Come back to the game." Paul Brown gives me a ring, dude. What are you doing? And then Mark Norman completely was blown up my phone, you know, the whole time. Look, I got a deal for you. Do whatever you want. I guarantee you can do whatever you want. And you know, all that combined together to me uh, was an opportunity to kind of create the perfect storm. Okay, if I can do what I want, I'm going to do what I want. You know, and I said, yeah. you're, you're not going to tell me otherwise when I start on this, right? And he mm-hmm. says, no, I promise you I'm not going to tell you otherwise. And I said, okay, okay, let's do it. Let's do this thing. Let's do it right, you know, and, and uh, no shortcuts because everyone knows I don't like taking shortcuts. And, uh, and they, don't, they don't leave me where successful. Um, and so if we're not going to – no shortcuts here. We're going to pick the proper radio promoters. We're going to do videos. We're going to have a proper marketing campaign. Um, and most importantly, you're going to let me be me. So – you know, and they all know, you know, the label knew I was classically trained when I was a kid and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And when he called and said, Hey man, let's put a classical tune on this. I'm like, I don't know, man, you know? And, uh, and then I started thinking about it. What other keyboard player in this genre is going to bust that out? You know, and who else is going to put that on a record? You know what I'm saying? And, and that can do it live just as well as it's on the record. And that's how Mark explained it to me. And I said, you know what, man? you know what, I think, I think we can do that. Let's do it. Let, let me pick one of these out, and it's going to take me minutes to get it back under my fingertips, but um, let's, let's put a Beethoven sonata, a nine-minute Beethoven Moonlight Sonata smack dab in the middle of this record and uh, kind of show people we mean business around here. You know, I, I cannot wait for some of these festivals we're booked on to actually, in the middle of the show, in the middle of performance, break it down 
And of course, I'm not going to play that for nine minutes live. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But, but to break it down in between that set and just go into something for a minute, 30, two minutes, um, and, and, and wow the crowd in a different way they haven't been wowed in such a long time, you know, which, oh. which is what I think is true musicianship. So if you can pull something out like that out of your back pocket, um, I'm just excited to see how, how it goes over, you know, because I think there's a respect out there for that kind of music. I know the respect's there. It's just it's never put in front of anyone. So mm-hmm. I can go from doing something funky like elevator funk, for example, where I'm really kind of making fun at the beginning of, you know, some of this other stuff that they'd put out over the past couple of years. Um, and uh, you go from something super funky like that, you know, to, to blowing a Beethoven track out. And, and I, I'm just excited to see how that works. You know, in my mind, it's going to be crazy. In my mind, it's like, oh, that's going to be awesome. You know, the crowd's going to love it and, and stuff like that. But uh, we'll see. You know, time will tell. And, and uh, we'll have to perfect it in, in rehearsal to make sure it fits. But uh, I'm excited about it. So, yeah, I guess I got away from the question there, Mike, but... Um, oh, it's all good. It's I, all good, man. Yeah, I, I hope I answered it. I, I just that that's really how this record differs. If you, if you listen to Rush, I thought Rush was a strong record. Radio thought it was strong, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't. It wasn't what I would call Nate Harrison. You know, there's a couple tunes on there. Open mic, for example, you'll get the Nate style on the back end of that song. You know, we basically take that track to church for a good three minutes. You know, we have fun. I'm breaking keyboards and the sax players going nuts and the drummers just going crazy. And we're just having a good time. Um, we like to do that live. I kind of reined that in this time on this record a little bit. And, um, you know, I want people to like this record for the commercial aspect of the record, but also realize that there is artistry involved as well. And once they see that live, I think that's, I'm excited. (laughs) I don't have words for it. I'm excited to blow some of these tracks out live. Well, yeah. kudos and shout out to Mark Norman for giving you the creative license to do what you want on this CD. Um, you know, because like you said, not a, a, a label will not do that. They want you to be something else. They want you to be what they want you to be. So I'm, I'm glad that yeah. he saw you for your creativity and allowed you to do that on Shades of Nate. Now, um, then I'm going to go into the next. So, so we we said that there's like six or seven genres on Shades of Nate. Right. And I'm going to go into the um, track number four, Work It, featuring K Squeeze. So um, <laughs> summertime fun. What would you would you put that in smooth jazz? That's going to be smooth jazz. Yeah, that's okay. that's about. Uh, there's a. I mean, the track Paul Brown's on this record, Cool Beans, is probably the smoothest tune on the record as far as smooth okay. jazz is concerned. But, okay. you know, keeping an instrumental like that with summertime fun and, and kind of playing around with the Latin grooves and stuff. Yeah, that's going to be smooth jazz. It, it, it is. Uh, it, it, uh, they're going to label it that. In my mind, it's more of a awesome pop track with just instrumental things on top. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, but, you know, that, that's just kind of how I write them and produce them even for the clients. It's, it's, uh, we don't go into it trying to make smooth jazz. You know, we go into it trying to do something awesome that everyone's going to love, and then we just put an instrument on top instead of a vocal. So we're going to go from one end of the genre to the other with the hip hop rap with work it featuring K squeeze. Tell me about this one. This one was a blast. I came up with this beat and uh, K was over for a session because I'm producing his, his album. And um, he heard this beat. He's like, man, I want that on my record. He goes, ah, 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 ah. No, 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 no. This is going, <laughs> I go, this is going on my record, man. Because as soon as that beat drops, your head starts bopping. And it's just, 
it just, you know, you almost, no offense, Jay, if you listen, um, or case squeeze, uh, if you're listening, no offense to you, but, um, you don't even really have to pay attention to the words. You, you can just bob your head the whole time to this tune. And it's just one of those grooves that just never gets old. You know, you, you can, you can listen to it over and over again. I think I've probably listened to it. I would imagine since I have to mix it and edit it and stuff, probably a good 10,000 times, you know, mm. and, uh, and still, and still, I, I just, it doesn't get old to me, you know, and, and, uh, I, I love it. I love the tune. I think it's awesome. I know it's getting sent to the Oakland Raiders uh, for their training camp theme song. Oh wow! Oh, um, cool. Yeah. So we're pretty we're pretty excited about that, and and uh, we've got a couple different uh, commercial markets for TV uh, also looking at this song. So um, I got my fingers crossed. The label does, and so does so does K Squeeze. So um, hopefully that works out. You know. All right. This is Work It featuring K Squeeze.
Okay. That <laughs> was... Look, I don't follow rap or hip-hop, right. but I like that. I well, like here that. in my garage, and I'm, I don't know if the, the people listening know, yeah, but good. I'm actually... I can hear it through the phone, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm sitting here, and it's kind of like bobbing my head. See, I'm a, I was a big, big, big hip-hop head. Huge back in the day. Mm. Mike, were you into hip-hop at all or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm, I, I'm yeah. hip-hop, man. Real, oh, no, no, hip-hop. Mike, yeah. yes. Same here, yeah. same here. And and that's where I get a lot of my grooves for for the smooth jazz stuff. It'll start out with a hip-hop track, and I'll add a Rhodes to it, right? And I'll send it to Neil, so he'll put his guitar to it, and, you know, send it to this guy. Next thing you know, it goes from hip-hop to uh, uh, contemporary jazz, you know what I mean? And, and like this track, I'm, I'm sitting here in my garage while I'm on this, you know, just kind of enjoying the weather, and and uh, you're, my head just starts bopping. It, it's just, it's just, yeah, if, if, if you haven't heard that in your car, like, Mike, you got a, you got a Benz, right? No, no, I ain't. No, no, I'm not. I'm not that deep in the pockets, brother. I'm not that deep in the pockets. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I don't know. I saw. I, I must have saw you with a picture with the Benz or something like that on on, on Facebook. I, I thought I did. Oh, oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That car's long gone, brother. You, you don't bring them oh, to bad rooms, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. you. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, dude. I was gonna say pop that. You Benz. made me cry. You made me cry. Yeah. Oh, don't cry. <laughs> I was gonna say pop that in the Benz, man, and, and it's just, it's just, you know, I gotta give uh, so much, so much kudos to to Darren Ron because he's the guy in charge of mastering this album, and to master that many genres and have them all sound the same where you're not adjusting the bass in the car for example mm-hmm. um yeah. probably he called me he's going to do this one of the most difficult mastering jobs I ever did i said dude I, I i believe you i'm sorry but <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but you know he started out with the hip-hop songs so we got to make sure the bass and the kick are right and then we just follow that through the whole record so yeah it hits it doesn't hit too much but it hits just enough so you feel it um yeah. and, and the smooth the smooth jazz songs do too they hit just as hard so that's something new for this genre as well, because a lot of times it's a little light on the low end, you know. So we, uh, and I am one of those guys. I like to feel that kick. I like to feel that bass a little bit in the car, and and uh, and uh, just makes me happy. Puts a smile on my face. So yeah, yeah I that's like cool. that. Yeah. And, and, and I gotta say, Nate, you know, you have now, uh, you you got the privilege of being the first person ever on Talking Smooth Jazz to um, get a rap record played, okay? <laughs> I know, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that when I was playing. I'm like, holy crap, this is the first time I guarantee they have played a hip-hop tune on this yeah. channel, you know? Oh, that yeah. makes me feel great inside, though. That makes me feel great because all music is just that music. And mm-hmm. growing up, you know, my, my folks come from the old school, you know, rap isn't really this or isn't it really that, you know? They understand now. But you know, growing up, they didn't when it was when it was coming fresh right. on the scene, and and I was just like, Dad, you see this guy in the mic now. That's K Squeeze rapping slow, and mm. he's pretty darn fast on that, right? He's doing double, triple time. This guy can go at 180, 200 BPM and just slay it. It reminds you of uh, you know Twista from uh, Chicago, like Twista, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's he's got. He's got the Twister thing on lockdown, man. I mean, it's just and it's it's clear, it's clean, it's concise. You can understand every word he says. Yeah. You know when he's going yeah. that fast, and and it's just when you see this happen on the mic. And I know I can't do that. Would I love to be able to? Oh, of course. I'm sure you would too, right? But <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting there writing these lyrics out, and he's just popping this stuff out of the mic, and it's perfect. And you're sitting there, I'm sitting there at the console, I'm looking at him, I'm just smiling. In fact, I start laughing. And it's not laughing as in I can't believe this sounds so terrible. I'm laughing as in, oh, my God, 
this is this is freaking nuts. Uh, this is this is ludicrous. You know, another awesome rapper, by the way. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 absolutely nuts to see this guy get on the mic. He's using his voice as an instrument. How his tongue actually works, I have no idea. But somehow he's <laughs> saying all this stuff clear, you know, and everything rhymes. He's making stuff rhyme that's not supposed to rhyme, and it's I'm just I'm still floored. And I've worked at this. I've worked with him for so long now. I'm just still floored every time it happens. Every time he comes over, every Saturday afternoon on a mic, I just sit there and I'm like, I can't even believe this guy's for real, you know. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, he does graphic design by day, and 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 he 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 is just he's coming up quick, really fast. Eminem now is asked to do a feature with him, and and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. So um, we'll see if that actually pans out. Eminem wants money to do a feature but uh <laughs> the whole point that he's calling asking is a good thing you know so yeah. um and, so i'm excited I'm, i am excited about that song specifically and you know right? nature also the first artist on talking smooth jazz to have this many genres of music on one cd as well that's pretty awesome that's pretty yeah. awesome i i, I uh, thank you yeah 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 so that, no that's, no that, that, no what you now, I want to go, I want to get to the producing thing, because I know that, you know, uh-huh. you produce for a lot of jazz and things like that, but when they know that you produce for, like, rappers and things like that, do you have to, well, when you first meet together, you kind of have to convince them that, yo, I'm, I'm, I am the right guy for the job? Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I used to, not anymore. I mean, after the number ones in the genre, you know, on Billboard and all that kind of stuff, and, and you know, the Grammy noms for smooth jazz, the Soul Train Award is as well. We I was just nominated for another one this year with Vandell Andrew. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for his single, right. we got a number one on. So anymore, no, they call. They already know what's going on. It's more right now. What I'm battling with is the hip hop guys signing on. That's okay. what I'm battling the most. Yeah, it's not the smooth jazz. It's it's pop music, no problem. Ton of clients to do pop. Uh, rock, ton of clients do rock, ton of them do, you know, the adult contemporary and stuff like that, and R&B, that kind of crosses over to smooth jazz, anyhow. But uh, it is the hip-hop artist, man, and then once they're in here um, and they see the workflow and they see the speed and all that kind of stuff and how fast things get done, that's a quality, I think, is something else, too, because you've got a lot of these guys down in Detroit, or any, any city, rather, that they do have their own studios, but it's it's not the proper space to... Uh, to record the right way. Nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. You you can't mix it the right way there. In fact, you can't even get a decent recording. So when they come up here and they're in an environment where the mic's perfect, the mic prees are perfect, uh, you know, you've got a billion dollars in plugins, you know, um, in the computer. You know what you're doing. You know how to get the sound out of the guy. You've come up with a beat. Because when they first look at me, I don't take this the wrong way, but they're like, oh, it's, what's this white guy doing? It's funny, and and uh, yeah, and I I smile, I smile at that, and you know, and then I, I you know I get that in smooth jazz too. They goes, oh, I don't know your white guy. He goes, well, since 1980, I, I've been white, but you know, that's not what I say, and I kind of make a joke out of it, and I think it's funny. I think it's a compliment because yeah. when when they you know the, the hip hop genre is predominantly uh, African American, or I don't know what you want to call, it, but it's mm-hmm. not really the place for the white producer to be, and we all know that. Um, but you I know, know more that black feel, kids buy hip hop and rap than black kids. There are, and that yeah. is one thing people aren't realizing. You're not yeah. getting the black kids buying it as much as the white kids. Mm-hmm. So, and we're not even talking about inner city white kids. We're talking about the outlying areas where mom and dad are making eighty, ninety, hundred yes. grand. 
yep. is, where, is yep. where this is coming from, you know? And, you know, to market at that is where it's at. So if you can market your music towards that and you understand that kids between, uh, I don't know, 12 to 25, um, are going to be buying your material. You've 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 got a market for that. You've got to make your lyrics appropriate for that. I mean, this song here, this is a clean edit. The one yes, you just is. played. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a word in there that we had. To, I think I turned it backwards and flipped it up on his butt a couple times. Um. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's it's you know I, I I don't feel that there should be terrible words. There doesn't have to be uh, derogatory words or phrases in hip hop music. Yeah. It, it just yeah, sure. it just doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that way. There's other ways you can say things. Why don't you go back to the drawing board and and learn how to write your lyrics a little more interestingly, you know, yeah. um, where you're saying the same thing but you're not using all these words. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I refuse. No matter what uh, kind of person's in the studio, the N word, boom, you use it, you're out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I'm not going to record mm-hmm. that in my studio. I don't believe in that crap. Um, it's just there's no need for it whatsoever. So. They just, like you know, this is going to sound cheesy, but Will Smith, no. probably not probably not the best rapper of all time, but that dude made how much money, Mike? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how a lot of money. And DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, that, that first CD was the first very nominated CD. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How much money did they make and there's not one four-letter word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you know, now, and then to mention all of these different things about you know the the different genres and things like that. So now with with your CD coming out the way it is, do you think that you know something that you're doing can can attract a younger crowd to bring into the smooth jazz market? Okay, that 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 was another that was the other uh, kind of evil, uh, my evil wizardry and Mark Norman's evil wizardry behind it. Um, okay. We we wanted to do that. Okay, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go to iTunes because I want this song. Because they're not just promoting radio to Smooth Jazz. Smooth Jazz Radio starts Monday. They're doing hip-hop. They're doing the BPM station for the club music. They're doing the R&B stations. So every genre is getting its own radio campaign. So when these people come over to that, that iTunes um, account or Amazon or even my website, they're going to play what's already there. You know what I mean? Right. And, and they're going to yeah. hear this smooth jazz stuff. Because to be honest, have you ever played a banging smooth song for somebody and they say they don't like it? You know what they say? Mm-hmm. I didn't know this existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. I didn't even know this exists. I like it. I like it. Where did you get that at? And, and, who, is, and who is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Who is it? Where did you get yeah. it? Where do you find it? What is this called? Is what they say. And that to me means Smooth jazz, smooth jazz is alive and well. And if anyone tells you otherwise, they're wrong. You know, yeah. there was a uh, there was a thing going around the internet. How about jazz, quote unquote, is dead? Well, mm-hmm. if you know anything about music, jazz is not smooth jazz. And I, I did That's comment right. on one of them. Yeah, I, jazz is completely different. Jazz uses different scales. Jazz is just another animal on its own. Is it dead? Yeah, there are no jazz radio stations anymore. You know, that's got to be understood. Smooth jazz, on the other hand, is not dead. Radio stations are coming back. Sales are way up, way, way up. Uh, their festivals are coming back. All this stuff is starting to come back around, and people need to understand that. And these people that are floating this jazz is dead thing around the Internet need to stop doing it. And uh, it was one major promoter in Detroit. I won't mention his name, but he's the one that put that up. He's in charge of the mm. River Raisin Jazz Festival here in Detroit. And I said, you realize hey, they're so not talking you, you about... So you, you didn't have to say his name, but we are, I know what it is now. So 
you know, you know who he is. Yeah, you know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. I said, you, I go, you realize you're, 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 you're posting something that has nothing to do with your festival, with any of the artists that you actually book on this festival. Um, now, if you were booking Branford, Mar- Branford uh, Marcellus or something like that, yeah, that has something to do with that dude, right? Because he's straight ahead jazz, yeah? Right. So, it's, it's it, you know, people are, people are ignorant when it comes to this. And, you know, they, they like to cause controversy, but what they don't understand is it's hurting the contemporary jazz side of things when you do stuff like that. Read yeah. the article, become knowledgeable about that article, understand where that writer was coming from, learn the difference between jazz and smooth jazz. Jazz really shouldn't be attached to the word smooth jazz. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you use no jazz whatsoever. Improving in smooth jazz is a pentatonic or a blues scale, period. Those scales are the same scales that are used in pop music. Those are the same scales that everyone uses in hip-hop, club music, R&B, adult contemporary. Now, if you're going to go play jazz straight ahead using aioli and using mixolydian and using dory and using all these scales that make you sound like you're not playing in the right key, you know, that's how I'm explaining it. And to, to get these two mixed up and write up articles like that and explode them all over to your followers and listeners, it, it struck a chord with me. And I let him know it did, and, you know, he didn't like what I had to say, but, you know, I, I corrected him. I said, look, you're wrong. You are wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about the right thing here. You know, you are hurting your own thing that you promote every year. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so wow. You know, um, but, it, it, yeah, I, so, yeah, man, I want those younger listeners to come through. That was one of our plans here by compiling some of these different songs and versions of things on here. We know In the Air Tonight is going to – it's probably going to get some TV show, you know, we'll get publishing on TV or something. And, and they're going to go to the website. They're going to go to the iTunes. They're going to go to wherever. They're going to hear all this other music. And, and, you know, we hope that they're going to fall in love with some of the other stuff and hopefully get turned yeah. on to other artists that are in the smooth jazz scene. That's right. You know, I'm, yeah. I want to play in the air next. And this is with Melina and um, Nils. Is Nils on this one? Let me check. Melina and yes, Nils are on yeah. this song in the air tonight. I mean, this really just kind of goes without any type of introductory, but you did do yeah. some rearrangement on it. So tell us about what you did to it. Well, I listened to the original, and since I loved the original so much, I was like, man, I don't even know if I should do this tune because it's already perfect the way it is, you know. And when you're a producer or an artist and you want to cover a tune, your whole point is I cannot degrade this tune. Mm-hmm. It either has to be just as good, if not better using more current sounds for example stuff like that to bring it up to date so and Nate, i had to know, cut you off but not but yeah. but this is a classic tune too so you can't mess up a classic tune that, right. that's the main thing a classic tune like in the end of night if you didn't mess this up i'll detroit to look for you okay <laughs> well right you, no, okay? If you mess yeah if, i mean if you mess up a classic tune you you you're you can't i mean well if i would have messed it up phil and his whole team over there would have said no you know, you can't put it out. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? They, they have, yeah, they have to agree upon certain terms. And obviously one of those terms is, does my song sound good that you're, that you're using? Um, mm-hmm. And, and so yeah, there's a lot of thought that has to go into it. You got to be really careful. And I did rearrange it a little bit to kind of fit more towards the, uh, you know, the, the modern day. Um, instead of the big drum fill coming in when it normally does, I put kind of a, a, a bridge in there before that big Phil Collins drum fill comes in. You know, the boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, you know, and, and we got a build up there and, and I was able to utilize that build up in the club remix um, as most club remixes have huge build ups. So, 
it uh so exciting it's my debut playing drums it's my debut oh i'm not sung on the other song summertime fun but i did all the harmonies on this tune um i also played nylon guitar and obviously the piano parts um and uh nils is shredding at the end and he's playing all the awesome uh eerie guitar fills and, and all that kind of stuff and and uh, it was it was just a blast, uh, absolute blast to work on. Nerve wracking to begin with, but couldn't be happier now with it. So, all right, here is in the air tonight, featuring Melina and Niels.
In the Air Tonight featuring Melina and Niels. That is from Nate Harrison's brand new release, Shades of Nate. All right, Nate. I like the CD. I like it a lot. I like it because it's different. I like it because it's you. You're not, you know, you didn't conform to the industry or what everybody else wanted you to do, wanted you to play. The man. And uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like thank that. you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So okay. So what's happening next? Where are you playing next? Or going to be? Oh, we've got Spagatini's coming up in July. I've got uh, we're headlining a couple festivals here. I've got one contract in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, right okay. downtown. Where me and Paul Brown are going to hit that. Paul Brown and I are going to hit. I'm going to be a special guest of his in Akron, Ohio. Um, and of course, we've got a couple. Well, more than a couple. But kind of a bunch of other things kind of going on here that the booking agent has in his hands. So. So we're going to be in the city near you, hopefully soon. So all right, it's, uh, all right. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you: Has the producer and with you being a hat uh, in demand producer now, are there any artists that you're looking at that you may want to produce for in the future? Especially rap you know, artists. No, I am yeah. rap artists. I, I'm I'm looking at doing a couple collaborations with a few. I I don't want to speak on them as of yet. Okay. But uh, they're they're pretty big names. Uh, a couple of them are Detroit cats. A few of them are from Atlanta. Um, smooth jazz wise, I, I'm going to go ahead and submit for Dave's next re record, you know, Dave Cos's next joint. Um, okay. Nils and I are going to be working on a whole bunch of stuff together for a couple different big time artists. Um, so yeah, man, things are hot right now. We've got a new label happening. Um, that I'm going to be part owner in, uh, M1 records. <laughs> and, uh, that's going to cater to the pop world and the, and the club world. Uh, that's going to be a branch of Woodward Avenue. Yeah, and, then, uh, and, and one, yeah, you know, because they yeah. have the um the, the basketball uh, and one, yeah. That's, you know, so yeah, that's it's going to be uh, uh M1, M is in Mary, M1. Oh, M, uh, oh, M1, yeah, yeah, M1 was the first street ever uh, paved in Michigan, and that's why it's M1, and it's also the other name for it is Woodward F. So I thought, hey, man, how cool would it be to have M1 Records and, and make that our uh, our club label and, and pop label and maybe do a little hip-hop, too, so... Cool. Um, so all, all the paperwork on that's getting finalized now. So just trying to be a, a jack of all trades, man, and get things done the right way, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, let everyone know where they can find you and Shades of Nate on the web. Well, you can find me at www.nateharrison.com. Go to facebook.com backslash Nate Harrison, Twitter backslash Nate Harrison, um, or you can just go to Google and type in Nate Harrison, and it'll give you all of them right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, and if you misspell my last name, Google will correct it for you, um, and send you send you the right send you the right link. So, okay, all right. And Shades yeah. of Nate can also be found on the website, and um, I on found it on. Um, uh, okay, yeah, I also found it on CD Amazon. Baby. Okay. Yep. Um, so we did, we have a deal with CD Baby as well. So. We've got a major distribution on top of CD Baby, on top of the iTunes, on top of Amazon, Best Buy, um, Barnes & Noble, you name it. It's it's everywhere. And uh, we're also getting vinyl made up. So there's actually vinyl records of Shades and Eight. Um, okay. And they are going to glow in the dark, which is going to be way cool. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. First smooth jazz album uh, ever going to be cut on vinyl in a long time. And uh, so... So we're we're doing that. There's there's just a couple different awesome marketing things that that Mark Norman and I are are really you know we actually pulled the trigger on. So mm. so good things coming. It's not going to stop, and I, I I hope you guys enjoy everything. So 
Oh, wow. Well, awesome. That is awesome. Thank you, Nate, for giving us another opportunity to speak with you. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you guys, man. It's been, it's been my pleasure. All right. You have a good day. And um, thanks again for this new release. Shades of Nate. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Bye, bye Nate. Nate. All right, All right, that was Nate Harrison. The new CD is called Shades of Nate. Six six to seven different genres of music on this CD. I think you're going to like this one a lot. I really did like that rap song, Work It. I like that one <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike, anything going on in your area? Um, nothing much, sir. Just gearing up for the summertime festival. That's all, you know, that's, which will be happening uh, next month. So, you know, we got Capital Jazz. Uh, Lake Arbor and uh, Potomac Jazz and Seafood. So just gearing up for the summertime. That's all. All right. Last night I went to see Elon Trotman, a free concert here. It was really nice. So good, as usual. Um, and then um, next week, another, another free concert. Mark Antoine will be performing um, next Saturday. And they come out and check us, check all of our free jazz concerts out. All right, Mike, you have a great day. I will be talking to you later. Um, Joe yeah. from Germany, thank you for tuning in. You have a great evening. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.